Are you a woman, person of color, or a member of some other historically marginalized community who's sick and tired of shrinking to fit into spaces that weren't designed for you? If you're ready to surround yourself with people who think big and you want to get inspired by women who are bold enough to write their own rules, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Build Your Own Table podcast, where we spotlight powerhouse women who got tired of waiting for someone to give them a seat at the table, so they built their own. This is an inclusive space where you can come to listen, get inspired, and make some new connections to help you take that next step into living your best life. I'm your host, Nakia Gray. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Build Your Own Table podcast. I am your host, Nakia Gray, and I am over the moon excited to welcome you to our very first episode of 2023. I can't even believe that first I am the owner and producer and host of a podcast and that I finally launched a podcast in 2022, but I am so excited and so elated about the change and just all of the growth that is going to happen in this year. I feel stronger, wiser, and just more prepared than ever to knock it out the park. And there are three principles that I am taking with me through this year. And I felt that I wanted to share those with you. So I want you to get your cup of coffee or glass of wine, whatever it is that that helps you to relax, get your iPad, get your journal, whatever it is that you use to take notes. I want you to be very intentional about listening to these principles. I want you to jot down notes, whatever comes up for you. And I promise you, and you know, as a lawyer, I rarely, if ever, make promises because I don't want you to come sue me. But I can almost guarantee you (laughs) that if you apply these three principles to your life, if you are intentional about applying these three principles to your life in 2023, next year at this time, your life is going to look completely different you are going to blow your own mind, okay? So let's get started. The first principle is to take up space. Now, unless you've been under a rock, I'm sure you know that in 2022, we elected the first Black woman to be a justice on the U.S. Supreme Court, Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson. This was huge. This was so monumental for us as a country and for us as a people, as a culture, uh, for women of all races, for Black women, for for everyone. It was huge. Um, And and just one of the most proud moments that I can remember of 2022. So Judge Kentanji Brown-Jackson had her investiture in October of 2022, and she started hearing arguments. And I want to share something with you that just makes me, you could probably hear the smile, okay? In her first eight arguments. Now, the fact, one thing about America, we're going we're going to always have some statistics on something, right? I didn't even think this was a thing, but apparently it is. So in her first eight arguments, she spoke 11,003 words, okay? Now, here is why that's so monumental. Apparently, This is something that is measured for all justices when they get appointed to the Supreme Court. And so for her predecessors, the next person behind her, so she's got 11,003. The next person behind her was Justice Amy Barrett, who had 4,475. 
So that tells you that Judge Kintanji Brown Jackson came in the door with guns blazing, okay? Uh, and that for me, I just, I was so proud of that. You know, I think about times where I have been in different corporate spaces, um, whether I was working for someone or, you know, uh, at, at the law firm that I used to work at, and maybe I'm in a room, I'm asked to be in a room, and I'm the only person of color there. And there's a, there, there's a sense of... um just lack of confidence that I have had and, and many times, afraid to speak, afraid to say something wrong, afraid to speak up. I don't want to disagree with anyone. I don't want to be too loud. I mean, you know, there's so many, um, and I'm sure you can relate to this that at some point, right? Even when I've been on the other side of that table where I am interested in working with the company or I'm just hearing from someone and and I and I'm delighted, right? Because representation matters so, so much. I'm delighted when I see a, a person of color in the room, but then that person never speaks. It's almost like they're just there for decoration. And so I am so proud of Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson that she came in there saying, no, 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 no. I'm here. Okay. Not only am I saying that th these are her words. Okay. So, so she said at her, um, there was an, uh, a whole thing, you know, on Capitol Hill and everywhere, people from all over the country came to celebrate this. And so in front of a crowd, as she's greeting a crowd on the steps of the library of Congress, Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson says, I have a seat at the table now and I'm ready to work. Yes. I love that. I love that. And so when I looked at that and I started looking at, you know, just how she's 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 she is she has been waiting for this moment. She was prepared for this moment. She's not here for decoration. She's going to use her words. She's going to take up space. And so that's what I've been saying to myself like, "Nakia, are you doing that?" You know, no my stage isn't the same. My table isn't the same. My platform isn't the same, even my impact, right? I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a, a Supreme Court justice, but in my world, in my space, in my on my platform, around my table, am I using my words? Am I taking up space? And the answer is not to the best of my ability. So in 2023, that is going to change. And I want you to challenge yourself to do that. Use your voice. Take up space. Make your presence known. You have important things to say. You know something. You've got knowledge. You've got experience. You've got expertise. You've got insight that people need to know. And so I want you to shine bright. I want you to show up consistently. I want you to use your words um, and let them be sick of you. <laughs> you know, let people get tired of hearing you talk because I'm sure as, as excited as I am about Judge Kentaji Brown Jackson speaking 11,003 words, oh, you better believe that there are some folks that ain't happy about it, that wish she would shut up, <laughs> that are saying she's doing too much. She's doing the most, right? And so I want you, despite that, let them talk, let them get tired, let them get sick of you, show up anyway. Because there are people that are waiting for you, that want to see you, that will get excited because you remind them of them, right? And so that has really just been, you know, on my mind 
and really prompted me to venture over to TikTok. I'm now on TikTok. If you are not following me on, t- me on TikTok, please come over and follow me. I am at Your Small Biz Attorney on TikTok and I am loving it. And when I tell you, I'm talking. I'm talking on this podcast. <laughs> I'm talking on TikTok. And I am sh- I am loving it. I am sharing my knowledge and my expertise. I am helping people get themselves together, learn how to create, protect, and monetize their intellectual property. I I know that stuff, right? Like the back of my hand. I'm the expert. I am that girl when it comes to IP. Okay, I am that girl when it comes to trademarks. And it's time for you to be that girl. Okay. You are not here to be the best kept secret. So show up, take up space, let people get sick of you, okay? And pick your platform. Maybe you don't necessarily want to launch a podcast. Maybe, you know, Instagram is your thing or LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook or wherever it is. For me, it's TikTok and it's this podcast and I am taking up all the space. People going to get sick of hearing from me. They might, they may not. Guess who don't care? Me. I don't care. Okay, so that's number one, take up space. Now, for principle number two, one of my favorite movies, probably my number one favorite movie of all time is Love Jones. Okay, I I saw this movie when I was in college. It just, it's so nostalgic for me. Lorenz Tate, Nia Long, it's, it's just a favorite. I never get tired of watching it. I have probably seen it 500 million, um, gabillion times, and I still don't get sick of watching it. And at the very end, there's a scene where Lorenz Tate is talking to to Nia Long, Nina, and she says to him, why is everything with you always so urgent? And he says, this right here, what I'm feeling right now is urgent than a mf I'm not going to say that on this podcast. And I felt that, right? Like, I felt that. These goals that I have, these millions that I have to make, this legacy that I have to leave for my kids, it's urgent than an MF, okay? It's urgent. So I have to move with the sense of urgency. And what does that mean? How does that show up, right? That means be quick to make decisions. I have made, in the last 30 days, three major decisions in my business that I probably have mulled over uh, for years. You're not going to see the needle move if you are sitting and mulling and weighing and researching and praying and going back and forth and going back and forth and going back and forth. Make the freaking decision and move. I am now doing everything with a sense of urgency because guess what? It's it's almost offensive to think that you've got all the time in the world to do whatever it is that you're you are purposed to do. And so in de- in our December office hours with my locked in lawyer members, I kind of gave them a tongue lashing. And I said to them, listen, we gotta make the de- we gotta make decisions. We've got to be quick to make decisions. Don't sit around thinking that you've got forever. Because you don't. There's a client who reached out to me. She had a consultation with me in 2021 for a trademark. And I was so excited about working with her because she's just an amazing, amazing professional who has done some some amazing work and some amazing things 
and she's building a new brand. So she, she reached out to me. We had a consultation. She hired me to do a trademark search for her for this um, this brand that she was building. So I did the trademark search. The results were flawless, right? It was like green light. And I loved when that happens because when it's not, it is, it's not, a, it's, it can be a sad day <laughs> when I have to tell people that the brand that they're trying to build, they're not going to be able to build it. We got to do something else. But with this client, I was like, oh my God, it, flying colors, let's go. And so she said, oh my goodness, well, that's so great. I've got some potential business partners and some associates I need to talk to about this. Let me get with them and then I'll circle back to you. So she went to speak to them and they shot it down, right? They they didn't see what she saw. They didn't have the vision that she saw. And so that kind of really, really derailed her a bit, right? So she felt like, hmm, she started second guessing, is this brand, you know, as what I think it could be? Can I make this work? She started second guessing herself, doubting herself, and she just ghosted, right? She just checked out. So fast forward about 10 months. We're now in 2022 and she calls me back and, and she says, you know, I know that I kind of disappeared. She explains to me what happened. And so I say to her, you know, I was so excited for you because I really do believe that what you have is a game changer. I believe that for years and years to come, people are going to be talking about this brand. Like, I think that it's such a need. There's so much that I think you can do with it. And so she said, you know, I really feel like I'm going to just do it myself. I don't need anybody else to validate this idea. God gave this vision to me and I'm going to move on it. And I said, absolutely. That's exactly what you should do. Not everyone is going to see what you see because God didn't give the vision to them. And so she decided she's going to move forward. And I said, okay, well, at this point, it's been 10 months. So I've got to do this search again. I got to make sure that this is still good. Do you know that I did that trademark search and someone else? has already filed to trademark that name. So she waited too long. She procrastinated. So I had to give her this bad news and she was literally in tears. And I and I was almost in tears too, <laughs> to be honest. Now, does this mean that she's not going to be successful? Of course not. Do I think that the validity of her brand is compromised in any way? Of course not. I believe that she's still going to be this rock star um, person. This brand is going to be something major that people are going to talk about for many years to come. I still believe all that's going to happen. It's just not going to be the name that she originally had. And so, you know, I share that story because this happens to all of us. This has happened to me, actually. My locked in lawyer brand is, is, you know, a second choice. (laughs) Now, I love it and I think that it's great. And I now have the trademark for it. But originally, when I was going to do that brand, I had a completely different name. And I had my intern that summer do a trademark search. And I just procrastinated, started doing other stuff, not paying attention. The next year, same exact story. I was about to file my application, but I said, wait a minute, let me just check. Do you know that someone that September, this is January that I'm checking, and the, the search had been done over the summer. So July, August and September, someone had filed. Had I moved when I originally started, that would have been an issue for me, right? So I could relate so much to her with that. And I could tell you many stories. You probably have your own story of where procrastination or second guessing has cost you. It cost you time. 
It can cost you money. You know, there have been times, how many times is there something that you want to purchase and you mull over it and you go back and forth, you go back and forth, you go back and forth, then you go back to the person and guess what? Today's price is not yesterday's price, (laughs) right? This has happened. In fact, that happened to my client because my 2021 price was not the 2022 price for trademark. So that's what happens when we do that. You waste time, you waste money, you waste energy. You waste energy because the time that you're still mulling over that original decision, you could be on to the next thing, but you're not. You're still in the same place. And so I, I, I'm i not doing that this year. I'm making decisions. I'm making them quick and I'm moving. I'm moving at a fast pace. I've got, I've got momentum. It's like a fire is lit under me. I can remember um, I did uh, the Make Money Moves Challenge with Rachel Rogers Uh and I remember her saying, we all, I think she said something like, people always ask me, why do you move so fast? Or why are you, why are, why are you moving with such a sense of urgency? And she said, because I'm dying. And I was like, oh my God, it was so powerful when she said that because she's right. Every single one of us is dying. Every single day that we live, we are closer to the end of our life than we are to the beginning every single day. And so when you think about that, and I'm not saying that for it to be a sad thing or or to be morbid, it's to, it's to shock you. I want you to feel that sense of urgency that you don't know how much time you have left. There are people, literally people waiting who are struggling with a problem that you have the perfect solution for. But you're too busy trying to make it perfect, procrastinating, trying to get other people to buy in, you are you you are leaving them struggling. And so when I started speaking to myself in this way, it's like, girl, you gotta move. There are there are so many businesses and brands and legacies that I can help build. I gotta show up. I gotta make moves. I've gotta hire. I've gotta fire. I've gotta expand. I've gotta try this marketing strategy. I've gotta do whatever it is going to take for me to move to another level. And because there are more people waiting for me there, there's impact there. And so I hope that that really is hitting you in a place (laughs) that, that moves you and propels you to take action. Only you know exactly what I'm speaking about. Only you know whatever that thing is, there's something that you have been procrastinating and putting off. And I am challenging you to change it today. Make the decision, sign the contract, make the offer, pay the bill, hire the person, whatever, (laughs) whatever it is that you've been procrastinating about. Make the decision, do it and move to the next thing. Okay, so now strategy number three, principle number three. This one was this one smacked me in the face in 2022. Okay. And it has also it smacked me in the face, knocked me down to the ground, but then also picked me up, dusted me off, and positioned me to move even faster and better in 2023. And that is to focus on facts, not feelings. Woo! I'm gonna pass the collection plate right on that. Okay. As a lawyer, I love facts. 
<laughs> I operate in facts a lot. When I was a litigator, I that was something I would say all the time. What what you are what you just described or what you just said, that's not a fact. And I, I used to, you know, in prepping my clients for trial, whenever um my clients would be trying to tell tell their side of the story and different things. And of course, you know, there's all there's hearsay and all these kinds of things. And I would was would I would always give them a lesson on facts versus conclusions. You know, our job is to tell the facts and allow the fact finder, which is the judge, to reach the conclusion that we want the judge to reach. And so I, it would be it would take some time for me to get them to understand that. And so that has come back up for me in business because uh you know, this year 2022 I made some I made some some decisions. One major decision that I made was I sold a portion of my law practice, a huge portion of it that was about 40% of my revenue. And um that's a great thing. That was a great thing. It had been a long time coming. It was it was really helping me to to focus and to streamline what I really want to focus on, which is IP and helping people create, protect, and monetize their IP. And so, for years since I started practicing in 2006, I've always done estate planning and probate. So, for the last couple of years, it's been very difficult for me to make major moves. Uh, within my business and leaps because I was trying to do too much. And that happens. Like I, I definitely believe in, you know, um, focusing, um, niching down as much as you possibly can. I felt that I was niche because I felt like, well, it's still about legacy. You know, it's still about legacy, but it was, I was getting to a place where it was, I kept hitting the same wall from a revenue standpoint. So this year I made that decision and I, I, I did the, the sale and everything went through perfectly. But when it came time to look at, you know, what my revenue goals were and how I wasn't making it, <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. I'm a failure. I've made a mistake. I shouldn't have, have sold this. What, what am I going to do? And so when you are dealing in your feelings, right? Because in, in, in my feelings, I felt like that was a mistake. This is a miss. This is not a hit. This is a miss. But here's the facts. When I went back, numbers don't lie. So when I look at the numbers, when I look at the numbers and I drill that revenue number down to trademarks, copyrights, contracts, and my locked in lawyer membership, all of those numbers were up. But if you're dealing in feelings you it looks like a miss it's not a miss i have if if i if we're if we're looking at the growth percentage that i was expecting to make this year i made it i actually did make it but if you so you have to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges the the revenue the miss was was not taking i wasn't taking into account the 40% that i got rid of and so that's why this year I am overly obsessed with data and the numbers. Okay. Uh, if you aren't careful, feelings will have you in a chokehold. <laughs> and you have to, you have to, as a business owner, you have to become obsessed with the numbers. What are the facts? What do the numbers say? What what does the data tell us, right? Um, you know, I, I have had clients that that say, "Oh, 
Well, I can't price it at that because people can't afford it. Who says people can't afford it? That's what you feel. And so, you know what we bring to our business? We bring our own limiting beliefs, our money mindset issues, our money blocks. We bring those things. And so if you're not careful, you will place those on other people. Don't ever believe that people can't afford it until you ask them and they say they can't afford it, right? And again, afford is is to me uh, is a word that I don't know that I even fully believe in because I believe that people can afford what they want to afford. But that that's a whole that's a whole that's a podcast episode for another day. Okay. Um, the other thing is, you know, no one wants to buy this. I'll I'll share an, another great story. So this year. I did, I updated my signature digital product, Get Legally Locked In. And there was lots of changes that have happened in the trademark world and uh, just some other things that I did to improve it. And so I increased the price by $1,000. So right before I increased the price, I said, well, let me just do some promotion and let people know that the price is going up and anybody that purchases before, so that people can buy it before the price goes up. And if they buy it before they get the price goes up, they'll get the new and improved one that would have cost them $1,000. So essentially they could save $1,000. So I did a, um, a a social media series on this, on Tales from the Crypt. This was around Halloween time and I promoted it and I did not get the sales that I thought I would get. Nowhere near the sales that I thought I would get. And so in my feelings, I said, this sucks. Nobody wants this. People don't want this. I did all this work. This is a, this, you know, this is a failure. Now, mind you, I know that it's not a failure because I have sold it before. <laughs> but in my in my feelings, because in my feelings, I had this number that I was trying to hit and I didn't hit that number. So I said, okay, let me ask people. <laughs> so I sent out a poll. If you're on my list, you remember this email. And I said, why didn't you buy it? <laughs> Essentially, I asked the people, "Hey, you're on my list. I'm giving you all this good stuff. You came to the to the to the um, tales from the crypt. Why didn't you buy it?" And I was amazed because most of the people on my list don't want to do a DIY. They want me to do it for them. Do you understand how that piece of intel helped me get up off the floor (laughs) and wipe my tears and how if I would have stayed in my feelings, I would take this thing off the market and not promote and market to my audience what they really want? This This is so important. Get out your feelings. What are the facts? The facts are I have built a list of people there are th- who, who who aren't looking for that service. That doesn't mean that it's not a good service or product. It just means that these people are looking for something different. And so that that was so freeing for me and and so helpful. So I want to say to you if you if if there are if you aren't seeing the results that you want before you make up in your mind and your and allow your feelings to dictate the reason behind why people aren't buying or why people aren't you know doing whatever it is that you um are the, you're not getting the results that you want to get you've got to look at the data what does the data tell us what does the data tell us and so now i'm obsessed with it <laughs> you know at every level of my funnel 
I am measuring. Okay, how many people clicked on the landing page? And then how many people clicked this? And then how many people booked the call? And then how many people from the call actually hired me, right? So you have to measure every single level of your funnel so that you can see where is the drop-off. If you aren't getting traffic to the landing page, there's an issue with traffic. If they're getting to the landing page, but they're not booking, then that means something on the landing page isn't speaking to their pain points and explaining to them the sense of, or giving them a sense of urgency to book the call. If they're going to the landing, if you're getting traffic to the landing page, and then you're getting people from the landing page to book the call, but then on the call, they say, no, they don't want to hire you. Then that means you got a sales issue. There's something that you're saying that's not convincing people. that. So you understand you can't possibly make the proper decisions if you're not measuring those things, if you're going off your feelings, if you're going off your feelings. And so that has been just such a, a it seems so simple, but it's, it's, and it is so simple. It seems so simple because it is so simple, but it's so powerful. So I am urging you to focus on the facts. Get, become a numbers nerd, <laughs> just completely nerd out on metrics and numbers and facts. What do people have to say? If people aren't buying, why? Understand that and make decisions from there. When you make decisions based on facts, you can correct, you know, self-correct and correct, change, pivot, do many things and continue to be in business, okay? And so to wrap things up, the three principles that I believe can catapult you in 2023 are to first take up space, figure out whatever that space is for you, Take up space, use your voice. Let us get sick of you. Some of you aren't having the sales and the success that you desire because people don't know you exist or they know you exist, but they're confused about what it is that you do. They don't think you're talking to them. Take up space, talk, show up. Number two is to act with a sense of urgency. You don't have time to wait. You don't have time to put things off. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. Make moves. Commit to that today. And then number three is to focus on facts and not feelings. Become a nerd on numbers and metrics and data. It's so freeing. Sometimes it's, it's sometimes it doesn't feel good because, you know, sometimes you do learn things that are completely opposite of what you thought but there's but there's power in that that's all part of being a CEO and an entrepreneur okay so your homework is to um is to really digest these three principles and to decide today where are you going to show up and commit to actually doing it okay I promise you things will look so different in 2024 if you apply these three principles to your life in 2023, okay? Thank you so much for joining and I will see you in next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe and head over to buildyourowntablepodcast.com to stay updated and connected with me. I'm Nakia Gray. I'll see you next time.